Welcome to Good Talks. My name is Mark Little. And I'm Marie Munathaya. And this episode is brought to you by the wonderful people. Cereal chicken. When you need something and you're in a bind, cereal chicken, pick it up anywhere. You won't mind. You'll realize that you've made the best decision for you and your family. Hey, why not try it? You can believe in me. Cereal chicken. Mark likes it too. Cereal chicken. They even sell it at the San Diego Zoo. Cereal chicken. It's a lovely treat. Cereal chicken. We even have it with... But everything meat. Cereal chicken. Go pick some up today. Cereal chicken. You can make it anyway. Instant pot grill. Maybe stovetop or oven. No matter. Cereal chicken. It's right there for the lovin'. Cereal chicken. It's amazing, don't you think? Cereal chicken. Hey, have it with your favorite drink. Maybe wine or water or milk or tea. Cereal chicken. That is great. You see? And bean chata. All right, welcome back to another episode of Good Talks. We are here talking about something fantastic for you because we want you to learn a little something. Mark, this morning I was reading. I feel like you are yelling into the microphone. I am. <laughs> I was asserting myself. We're going to need you to, to <laughs> dial it back just a little bit. Uh, very loud. Very intense. But go ahead. This morning you were reading. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Intro done. All right. So this morning you were reading about. Uh, that's a, This is a good method if you're like kind of on the end of getting irritated by someone or something uh-huh. just hop on a mic and just start talking about random stuff and yeah. singing and just everything goes away i like it i see no issue there uh, i see just, zero issue just before for you listener uh mm. before we started recording we were uh, we were just messing around but it got to the point where i was like okay i'm done with the messing cut it out mark and he didn't want to and no, I didn't want to. But, and I and what I did do instead was I hit record and I said because I felt like in this moment we could really use an intro song. And so an yeah. intro song and it is what we got. So it worked. But what were you actually reading? I was reading okay, I forget what it oh, don't die rich. You're or still don't die yelling. broke. You are still yelling. Well, turn me up, homie. There. I'm sorry for yelling. How's that? That's a lot better. Um I think a part of it, too, is because I'm, like, nasally congested right now. I know. And I can't. There's just off things happening with my voice. But I was reading Don't Die Poor Broke. Is that what it's called? Mm, it's, something like that. It's like, you don't have to die broke. Okay. Yeah, I think that's right, actually. And it's by Gerald Peters. It's an ebook that Mark downloaded a couple months or weeks ago or something. Yeah, something like that. About a month ago, I'd say. And he read it very quickly. And absorbed a lot of really great information, and we've been talking a lot about it. I think we've talked about it a couple times on here, but mm-hmm. I hadn't read it, so I didn't have the knowledge that you had about it. So sure. it's kind of just listening to you talk about it. So now reading it, it's um, 
It's interesting. I've just finished chapter one, but it's pretty easy of a read. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's just talking more about like the it's very very rich dad poor dad like there's a lot of synergy sure between the two um and i think it's because he's also interested in a lot of the same stuff he's like talking about starting businesses doing real estate and investing and investing and one of the things that was really interesting to me okay can you turn me down just a little bit (laughs) i'm just like oh my gosh you are so (sighs) what how's that that I can't hear myself at all now. Okay. Um, just, just keep talking. Okay, whatever. So one of the things that was most interesting to me was that he was talking about investing versus saving. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about, like, and I haven't gotten into the nitty gritty of this, but he's talking about the types of investments that you should do. Basically looking at high risk or low risk and when you should do those. Like, mm-hmm. for me right now with my the way that I'm living my life, I could do some high risk things. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as my savings are in good standing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's very much a <clears throat> uh, proponent of first getting your savings nailed down and, and basically having I, I don't know exactly what he calls it, but essentially a savings fund like if you I think he calls it like a do it again fund or, yeah, or do, do it over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have to uh if for some reason everything went bad and you lost your job and you had to live for a year, basically having enough money to live for a year without um, changing your lifestyle too much. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I like, I just really like his analogy. So I think I wanted to talk about that a little bit today um, because he talks about the well and yeah, he talks about having what three wells, three wells. So and it's he's like think he's like think about it like it's a game. Sure. So if you're looking to kind of figure out your financial situation or, you know, if you're questioning if you're putting your money in the right things or whatever, mm-hmm. it's a really good way for you to be to take a step back and be like, well, am I meeting this per this requirement or if would I win this game essentially? Mm-hmm. So the game is that you are you there are three wells or no, three buckets. Yeah. In one well. Sure. And to win the game, you have to fill all three buckets um, to the top, right? To the brim, yeah. he says. And I, I don't know. He didn't say, like, if there's a time limit technically in the game or, like, anything well, sure. about time. I mean, it's your life. But the idea is you you fill them all within the same, about around the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. And so one bucket is your necessities. Mm-hmm. One bucket is your savings. Mm-hmm. And one bucket is your investments. There are three other names for them, though. Mm. I forget what it is. I'm not sure. He has little, like, I should have brought the book. But he has little ways to remember what those buckets are. I might have just named them, actually, the right way. Mm. I'm not sure. Uh, no, I, th- I think you did. And he talks about how basically your necessities bucket has a hole in it. Mm-hmm. And it's just constantly draining. Which and, makes sense. Yeah, of course. Because, you... oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, because it's like, it's just like. In Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but this I, because I'm more visual, mm-hmm. and this I can see. I can mm-hmm. see myself standing by a well with three buckets, you mm-hmm. know, and I can see a hole in the necessities one where my bills and my, you know, grocery store expend, expenses and everything go. Sure. My student loans. Um, no, it's interesting. Since reading that book, I mean, after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I was very much like, all right, I need to save more money, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And then since reading this book... Now, every time I go to the grocery store, I'm like, hmm, what mm-hmm. don't I need to buy? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just definitely got me that much more 
on myself and to be budget minded. I still haven't done some of the other stuff that he talks about, which is basically <laughs> determining, I don't know if this is what he calls it, but like your burn rate and like just how fast, how fast you're going through, how much money you need yeah. a month or yeah. a year to uh, live the lifestyle you're currently living. And he's, mm-hmm. he's like Robert Kiyosaki in that he's not even talking about, you know, trim down your lifestyle and, and, no. and live way below your means or whatever. Um, you know, in some sense he's talking about do work more kind of a step, but not, not always, well, but he just talks about live comfortably how you want to live or figure out how it is that you want to be living and then earn enough to do that. Yeah. And then some like. And he, he does stress though the idea of quantity over quality, and like Quant- I mean I mean I mean quality over quantity. Oh okay. Um. So like he wants he's saying like yeah live comfortably like if you want a certain car, then look you know look into well what's the best quality of that kind of car is mm-hmm. it one that you're gonna drive off the lot that's gonna depreciate mm-hmm. or is it one that you could invest in and like I think. He, I, he didn't say this, but in my mind, knowing who he is, mm. he would be like, he'd buy one that kind of is beat up that he would learn how to fix up mm. that would appreciate. Um, maybe. Maybe. But he, he talked about like he when he was young, he bought a BMW, a new brand new BMW. Yeah, yeah. And could have bought a car that and then this car, I don't know how much it was, but basically when he was over like done with it, it was only worth $3,000 to mm. Where another car that was much older had actually appreciated thirty thousand dollars. Oh or yeah, yeah, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, the difference between buying like, an you know a two thousand nineteen whatever, and then letting that depreciate, or buying like a you know sixty seven Chevy yeah, or whatever, some Camaro, some yeah, some classic okay. car. It was a Camaro, and then it was uh, there was a typo, and it was a Camaro Camaro or something oh, later nice. in the paragraph. A Camaro, a Camaro uh, Dragon. Yeah. Very nice. So. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Um Like I said, he just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say, but basically just the, the idea of, I was watching another video by him today and he was just talking about time and time uh, as <clears throat> far as it is uh, an asset when you're trying to grow your money and everything like that. And basically using interest rates to your advantage and yeah. compound, um, what is it? Com- what the fuck? Uh, compounding, <laughs> compounding interest. Wow. I can't even think of the words right now, but uh, yeah, compounding interest and um, leverage and stuff like yeah. that. I watched a video last night by, <laughs> by this guy. What's his name? I forget what his name is. It's like Manny, Manny something, but okay. he's uh, a uh, commercial real estate guy. And he's, you know, he's another one. These all these guys have these stories of like, I was living in my car and like, now blah 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 yeah and uh yeah basically what he did was uh he started getting into investing anyways that doesn't matter this moral of this video was something that i had never known about and in my brief stint of real estate research which is leveraging your money and so i forget exactly how it works but he explains it really well in this video but basically he's like you could either use your twenty thousand dollars cash or not twenty thousand. He's using like two hundred fifty grand or whatever. But as a down payment on, say, a five hundred thousand dollars house, five hundred thousand dollar house or whatever it is. Yeah. And but basically, the idea of leverage is um, by some by getting 
certain loans and stuff, as long as your cap rate, which is like your rate of return, so say you're getting $5,000 back on your investment, and then say you invested in, you know, or 5% back. That didn't mean, did I say $1,000? I don't know. What I mean is 5%. Okay. Anyways, this isn't even going to be easily explainable <laughs> right now. But the point is, if you leverage your money, you can get into a much more expensive property. And even uh-huh. though you're at the same time paying a loan on it, and so part of your profit is being taken away from you, you're still overall netting more money because yeah. um, you've gotten yourself into a bigger property, which is also going to appreciate better, mm-hmm. especially after you make different improvements to it, like whether it's yeah. lighting or flooring or everything, anything like yeah. that. So. Um. No. It was just kind of eye-opening. I was like, oh, dang. So you can, if you're smart with it, you can really stretch your money into something that will work way harder for you than yeah. just being like, okay, I'm going to kind of play small and and get a loan that I'm comfortable with or, or whatever. Sure. Yeah. And going back to Gerald Peter, Peters. GP, yeah. He, I mean, that's the whole point of making sure your savings are good because then you and can do that in your credit. Yeah. And so like it kind of... For me, it just reinforced because I think I got it. First of all, all of this is a lot of information. And yeah. when you're when you like both of us weren't necessarily sat down by parent. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no. Our parents didn't sit us down. Nothing against them. But like and have these kinds of conversations with us when we were in our earlier 20s. And so learning about it all now, it sometimes gets overwhelming sometimes i criticize myself for spending money on things i probably shouldn't have oh sure um no i mean i think back to when i was like 17 and uh because i'll see these kids who are on youtube who are like 21 year old traders who are you know making a thousand dollars a day or whatever and i'm like damn when i was 17 i had money i just was i had no it, it made it made no sense to me to do anything other than go out to eat with it yeah, same. No, I mean, like, I was yeah. working and yeah. I, I did have a car payment, but at the same time I was making money and yeah. well over my car payment and still didn't save like I should have. Sure. Um, but it's okay because it just reinforces the idea oh, in yeah. me now to be saving a certain percentage of my paycheck every month. And then one of the things I loved what that he said really quick, I know we, we're getting short on time here, but one of the things that going back to the idea of working harder, he talks about knowing your value in your workplace so like for me knowing like making sure i'm a valuable team member and making sure i'm always kind of and i like in my eyes i thought okay well this is a good reminder to make sure i'm working as though i'm being paid more Mm -hmm. because then i'm only increasing my value to my workplace and my team and that will manifest itself some way in some way or form you know but then another thing he mentions is or if you're at the top, let's say, or, you know, it's, it's not as much in that kind of control, which sometimes I think that it could be the case for me, but then I'm like, no, there are ways I can increase my income if I had different degrees or if I, Mm. you know, but also if we bargain right, Mm -hmm. um, with the union and stuff like that. So there's ways, but, um, another thing he was saying was then, find other sources of income aside from your mm-hmm. everyday job, which you and I talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. Or if you have a lot of interest, like I thought of you be doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and, you know, going after all of those things and finding ways to make profit off of that essentially. Mm-hmm. But I, I wanted to talk about this a little bit. I know we're just scratching the surface, 
but because because one of and shout out I'll do my shout out right now shout out to Adam he's the he used to be a sous chef at Fleming's and he recently told me he's listening to our podcast oh nice and one of the things that um, his feedback was his feedback to me was that he really likes listening to our conversations about like from rich dad poor dad and all the financial stuff that we're learning okay and so I thought well like I started reading this book let's talk about it now yeah so shout out Adam thank you yeah shout out Adam I um, wonder I wonder if that comes across it's probably like twofold because one financial stuff is interesting yeah and but i mean just by the fact of me saying that to some people it's not you know so it's it's probably because we're interested in it so we're we're like trying to figure it out actively and then especially if someone else who's you know in our age bracket is also Mm -hmm. like similar similarly interested and uh similarly looking for more information it's like all right well why not we're building on it we're Mm -hmm. we're trying Mm -hmm. So, so yeah so more conversations to come about this ebook as I read and talk about it. I think this will be a good way for us to talk about it together now that I'm reading. Yeah. And you've already read it. So yeah. I, I'll probably read it again, too. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I really recommend it. And we'll uh, link it for you. Yeah, exactly. Like we said, I was just going to I was just going to say it, but linking it's even better. It's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Gerald Peters. And uh, it's I think it's called You Don't Have to Die Broke something like that. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. Easy, very easy read. And it's funny, he talks about in the book, like, oh, this book is probably kind of boring, but it's like, he does. just stick with it. Um, but it is, by the time you get to the end of it, you're like, oh, this is this is satisfying, though. It's it like, is. like, I feel yeah. like I'm learning more. And like I said, it definitely has to, uh, translated directly into the way I'm living my life. So, Which I is mean, awesome. Yeah, I mean, what more can you say for a book than that? Yeah. 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 Ca- nope. Causing action. There you go. So thank you, Gerald. Yeah. And yeah, so and so I will shout out Gerald Peters. Ha ha, shout out Gerald Peters. Who, who uh is uh he's he just seems like he's a freaking genuine dude just out here giving out information. So yeah. I really appreciate that. And um I guess on that note, this has been a good talk. It's been a great talk. This episode has been brought to you by the wonderful folks at Bean Chata. When horchata just won't do, Bean Chata is the drink for you. Fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. And? Cereal Chicken. You heard the intro. If you need more info, rewind. Bye.